0: Recently, while reading up on my favorite blog, I spotted the beaming question asking Do you choose friendships like you choose relationships? So, today on The Real Life Girl, we are answering the question and taking a deep dive on choosing great quality friendships in your life. Welcome back to The Real Life Girl. I'm your host, Bianca, and today I'm going to start the episode on a very bright note. We had a listener leave a voice memo a while back, and I just how, like, I don't know, stumbled upon them. So today I'm just going to be including a sweet little message from one of my dear listeners, Chloe Canfield, and here's what she had to say. So, hi, you, your podcast episode about high school advice was really helpful, and I'm not starting high school next year. Uh, but I will be the year after, and I just I just want to say that it was really helpful, and I really appreciate it. And I'll be sure to let my friends or tell my friends the advice you gave, like like just don't worry about it and be a teenager and all that stuff. If they ever they if they ever need help, I just thank you. <laughs> Chloe, you are absolutely amazing. Um, This is why I love this podcast because I've talked about this before where it's so easy to just talk in episodes and to feel that you're not reaching who needs that or that you're just not talking to anyone. And I think we constantly just brush over the fact that we all bring some kind of value to the table. You may not have discovered what kind of value that you bring, but it doesn't mean that it's not there. So sweet little messages like this really do keep me going and keep me encouraged while I make other episodes. So today we're going to be answering the question of do you choose friendships like relationships? The other day I was reading up on the Poosh blog by Kourtney Kardashian and I saw this title and I was like what does this mean? And the article goes in depth into how we tend to put more effort into choosing valuable relationships over platonic friendships and I just think that's so so crazy because it's so true. Um, I've caught myself doing this where I'm more likely to stay in a very useless or unimpactful friendship rather than a relationship. And I've even seen it in my friends too. So today we're going to bring this question to the table. We're going to talk about it and take a deep dive on it. So number one, what does it mean to choose friendships like you choose relationships? Well, I'll tell you. In a relationship or even before one, you normally decide the kind of personality or character traits that you'd like a partner to have. And these can be physical traits like facial hair, height, or eye color or personality traits like being particularly chivalrous, kind, and empathetic. And in a friendship, we naturally gravitate toward kindness. And just think about it. Like if you're going to the store and you accidentally bump into someone and like say you drop something and that person picks it up and says like, hey, like, are you okay? That I would naturally gravitate toward. Maybe because kindness is just so easy to spot. And even then, I think of so many other character traits that I would gravitate toward, like people who show support, people who are there for me, but we're more likely to stay in less meaningful, uncomfortable, and less impactful friendships because that's what it is. You guys are friends. And I guess this is just my own mindset of a lot of us think, well, they're just my friend and we may not talk so often. We may only talk twice a year, but you know, we're still friends. I think that's why we have such low expectations of our friendships at times. Of course, we have our really good high quality friendships and then we have our other surface level friendships. But I think that's why the expectation dies down in a friendship because there's really no expectation. You guys are just friends. I saw a really good quote on Instagram the other day and it said, allow yourself to be loved loudly. You've been allowing false love and pain to be louder long enough. And I just think the meaning of this is so ginormous. Like we're more likely to stay in friendships that only exist because of effort on our side than anything else. I actually made an Instagram reel about this not too long ago about how if they wanted to, they would. And I think I would love to make an episode talking about why I believe in this statement. And I've had so many people say, well, that's not always the case. And sometimes there's things happening. No, if they wanted to, they would in any circumstance. And I do think that that does apply into friendships. And even now, honestly, I'm speaking to myself in this episode because I still in my life, I have friendships that probably only exist because I'm putting in the effort or because I'm facing timing or because I'm saying, hey, like, let's hang out. Let's do something. I think that we all can name at least one to two friendships that we have that only exist primarily because we're the ones putting in the effort. So now that we've talked about the difference between the two, what does it mean to choose your friendships? Like, how do you know to be selective but not completely unavailable when it comes to your friendships? And number one, I think it really starts by understanding who you are. If you know the kind of person that you are, for example, if you are supportive, you're always happy for your friends, or you're always there for everyone in your life, that is the kind of person that you are. There's no erasing it. That is just you. And with that, Look for those kinds of friends because just think about it. You do not want to be involved in friendships with men or women who are not happy for you, who bring you down with passive aggressive comments, or who act differently with you when others enter the room. You want friends that reflect who you are as a person. And I think it kind of creates an imbalance if you really think about it. You know, it again, if you're a person that you're highly supportive, you're always encouraging your friends, you're always there for them in times of need, or just when they need a shoulder to cry on. I've thought about times that, okay, I'm this person, and then I have a friend who is never there, who never calls, who doesn't make the effort, you know, and it's this imbalance. And ultimately, it creates a tension because in your mind, you're like, okay, I'm the one putting forth all of this energy in order to sustain this friendship. And I feel like this other person isn't really trying. And so this is why I encourage you to really pay attention to the kind of people that you are friends with. once you understand who you are, the kind of person that you are and the kind of energy that you bring to others, that's how you can decipher, okay, this is the kind of person I am. These are the kinds of friends that I want to attract. I remember hearing this quote all the time as a kid of like be the kind of person that you would want to be friends with. Like if you want friends who are always happy for you and who support you and are also not afraid to tell you how it is straight up, be that friend. And even it's taken some practice in me because I know, you know, I've been like, well, if they're not going to be like that with me, then I'm not going to be like that. No, I've made this rule of even if a person is not nice to me, even if a person doesn't value me, I am not going to stop being myself. I'm not going to stop being authentic. I'm not going to stop being selfless. I'm not going to stop being funny um you know supportive and just proud of my friends all just because one person didn't appreciate that. And number 2, understand the value that you bring to the table. And here I'll speak from my own point of view. I love to learn new things. I've always been very 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 eager to learn. I loved school and I feel like I could do school forever. And recently I picked up a new hobby of taking educational courses. And these courses range from topics like personal finance, health and wellness and entrepreneurship. For me, I know one valuable thing I bring to the table is being eager to learn. I always want to learn how something works, why something does what it does, why this thing might may react the way that it is. I want to learn. To me, that is intriguing, that is exciting, and that is interesting to me. But for me, I would not want to be friends with someone who does not want to grow spiritually, mentally, or emotionally. And we know when we go through hard times, it forces us to get out of our zone of comfort, our comfort zone, and go into something new. And even if that growth process is uncomfortable, we do it because what kind of choice that we have. I would not want to be friends with a person who is undergoing a financial challenge, um, a physical challenge, a mentally, uh, you know, challenging experience, emotional challenge, and not wanting to grow from it. And of course, we all have our things, but I think that if I'm in a friendship with someone who constantly feels sorry for themselves, or I've heard of so many times of a friend being like, I hate my job, but they do nothing about it, or just someone who does not have a great sense of self... I would not want to be in that friendship. And setting this boundary is a form of self-care. It's not me being stuck up or petty. It's me being selective on who I will let into my circle. So I think when you understand the value that you bring to the table, you know, the kind of things, the kind of skills, the strengths and the great qualities that you have that make you a strong person, I think that looking in... A friend, looking for that in a friend as well is also very helpful. You know, I would not want to be friends with someone who just does not want to grow. You know, otherwise, what are we doing here? The point of every single day is to be 1% better than you were yesterday. And if that means improving your diet, if that means walking five extra minutes, that is improvement. I just would not want to be around people who are not improving. One of the greatest entrepreneurship like quotes that I've heard of is if you are the smartest person in the room, it's time to get a new room. And I totally believe that. I have several, you know, people that I look toward in my life, uh, people that are successful entrepreneurs that have had, you know, very successful lines of businesses, different kinds of businesses, and are ultimately very successful and well-known in the industry that they are in, I would not look up to them if they didn't undergo the challenges that made them the person that they are, and if they didn't continue to think, how can I do better, you know? And for me, I want to start asking other people in my life, how can I improve? You know, and and not even just in general. Um, you know, if I were to just ask you, how can I improve in the next episode as a podcast host? You may say, um, maybe add video. You may say, mm, maybe enhance the audio a little bit. These are general areas that I can ask someone specifically give me two things that I can improve on today. If I don't have friends that are constantly making me question, okay, you know, maybe I can be better at this. I don't really want to be in that friendship. And of course, I think that there's a line in this. If you have a friend that is constantly reminding you, you need to be better at this and you're horrible at this, you know, that negativity is not going to get you far. That's not what I'm talking about, nor should you ever tolerate that. I am talking about, though, if you have friends that are not encouraging you to push yourself and to really move past your your capabilities and to not limit yourself, or if you have friends that know that you're passionate about, say... Um, videography and your dream job is to be a professional videographer and they're not encouraging you in that. And you're telling them like, Hey, I just don't know what to do, you know, or I, I, I've hit this like stumbling block. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know how to move past it." And they're like, Oh, cool. What? Like, I need you to encourage me. Like, this is why, (laughs) like, this is why these kinds of friendships are so valuable. And so when you understand what you bring to the table, not only can you decide, again, the kind of people that you want to be around, but you can also decide the kind of people that you admire, why you admire them, and why they encourage you to grow. And that, I think, is one other way, an excellent way that you can be more selective in your friendships. I ended that off with saying that setting this boundary is a form of self-care and it wasn't me being petty or stuck up. It was me being selective on who I will let into my circle. And let's take a second to talk about that because number three is letting people into your circle. Now, I'm going to be really honest with you guys. When I was younger in middle school and specifically high school, I had tons of friends. Like I was really friends with everyone. I felt like I knew everybody and everybody knew me. And... Again, being super real, super raw and honest, I had a habit of wanting to make every single person my best friend. And for the sake of time, I'll just say that I learned my lesson the hard way that long term, this arrangement would not work for me. Um, and when it came to wanting to make people my best friends, I would constantly have to, you know, keep up with people and, 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 you know, get to know every single person in my life, which again, I think is a valuable tool, especially as you grow older, you know, that's no longer called being best friends with everyone. That's called networking. (laughs) You know, like the name kind of changes a little bit. Um, but you know, when it came to me wanting to just like maintain this like bestie status, this was just when I was so young. And now that I've grown, I've learned that being selective in your friendships is not a bad thing or a mean thing like most people turn it out to be. In my mind, I felt that if I was... Not absolute best friends with everyone. If I didn't confide in everyone, if I didn't tell everyone my deepest, darkest secrets and my insecurities and, you know, just like little facts about myself, I felt that I wasn't being authentic or that I wasn't being genuine. And that in fact, I wasn't doing myself a favor by trying to just be best friends with, say, two or three different people. In my mind, being best friends with everyone was a positive thing. And looking back, I'm like, that stuff was exhausting. Like, imagine trying to maintain a best friend status with absolutely every single person in your life and having to tell them your secrets your feelings or facts about yourself that's really tiring I would feel so 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 tired and for a long time I had a really bad view of surface level friendships I thought you know those aren't real friendships or those friendships don't hold as much as significant value as like a best friendship would um I disagree I think that there's so many different kinds of friendships out there and I'll start with the common ones obviously we have a best friend this is a person that you confide into um you're more likely to go to them for advice versus anybody else um and for me I have several best friends in my life I'm a huge family girl so a lot of my family because we've just grown up together feel like my best friends Um, and they also are. My mom, her and I have been so, 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 so close. My sister, my grandma, my aunt and uncle, my stepdad, these are people that I'm just like, man, like, you guys are my best friends, and you're also, you happen to be my family, you know, and these are people that I confide in so, so, so much. As far as best friends outside of the family, I really only have, like, three best friends that I would just tell like really intimate details about my life to, you know, and I, I personally confide in them, but when it comes to work friends or, you know, people that are more acquaintances or reach out on Instagram every now and then I just wouldn't confide in them. And I don't think that that's a bad thing and it's not wrong. I think that's a rule that I needed to teach myself that I'm going to talk about here is that you do not need to confide in everyone. It is not a crime for you not to tell everyone about a really bad breakup that you went through or a really like a a bad fight that you got into with like a family member. Like you don't have to tell people anything. Like no one is you don't owe anybody anything. And that was something that I had to tell myself when I was kind of in my mind like sectioning off my different friendships of being like, okay, what kind of friendship does is this person in? You know? And not so much that I'm trying to categorize, but More of just, I need to know what kind of friendship this is. So moving forward, I know, okay, can I trust this person? Can I tell this person? You know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. These are things that I wanted to know. As far as surface level friendships, I have, okay, people that I went to school with all my life. I've been to a total of three different schools. So I'm like, okay, this person went to this school, you know, and we still keep in touch. And we'll we'll check in every now and then. What I probably talk about hard things with them? I don't know. Maybe the trust will build up. I do believe that each kind of friendship can become each other. So a best friend can definitely turn into a surface level friendship. Why? Because we all grow. We all move on. People just, things happen. You know what I mean? Um, but a surface level friendship can also turn into a best level friendship. Say we just continue to hang out. We just continue to talk and we build a sense of trust with each other. I think that these friendships can become each other, but trying to keep up with absolutely everyone and trying to make them a best friend honestly was exhausting. Maybe because I was young. That's like, you know what? I'm still young, but I'm saying like, I don't know how I used to do that. So that is my take on choosing great quality friendships. The question I want to leave you with is, are the current friendships that you have right now? Have you chosen them like relationships? Have you sat down and said, okay, you know, I'm going to be selective with my friends and I am not going to try to make this person my very best friend, but kind of just enjoy the friendship for what it is. I want to challenge you guys. That is my homework for you guys this week. Um, Spotify listeners, I will include a little question box that you can just tell me how your day is going. I wish that this would kind of forward onto all streaming like platforms, but I guess it only does it directly to Spotify. Um, but let me know how your day is going and as always my Instagram my social media is all in the show notes so text me because I'll miss you guys until next week I will see y'all in the next episode